Girl, my desk is a fucking disaster. <laughs> well, I can't see it. All I see is your beautiful face. And that's the trick right there. have these I have meetings all day and no one can see what I see uh let's I'll pick up a random thing oh okay uh some uh rose quartz okay I have some on my desk too a note from the IRS (laughs) don't oh don't want to know what that is um oh this is the box where I keep all of my nails and screws (laughs) that's on your desk yeah yeah it's a disaster (laughs) Um, I have a half drank Topo Chico. Oh, see, I treated myself. Got my favorite bottle of Topo Chico. Oh my gosh. How can you only drink half? I can't, I can't not finish a Topo Chico once it's opened. This is my second one today. Oh, girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a nightmare. Um, and, uh, it reflects the chaos that is my brain because I don't remember how to travel and I'm kind of freaked out about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know yeah well the only reason my desk doesn't look like a total disaster right now is because I took the disaster that was my desk and put it all on the floor underneath my desk oh so my that God. so that my desk looks like I'm a well-organized on top of everything lady mm-hmm. but underneath my desk it's a fucking nightmare that I'm trying to avoid like the plague you know what? That is really that's that's true ladyhood right there. Is you keep you keep that mess hidden yep. from the outside world. I'm the one who knows it's there. It's bothering me, but I'm like, but my desk looks great. I would put all my stuff under my desk, but under my desk is nothing but things for cats. There's a small cat tree, there is um, a cat uh, scratcher. Um, there's the towel that my cat sits on. So yeah, I've ceded that territory to them. That doesn't surprise me at all. I kind of was thinking, I was like, I bet you there's a cat under her desk. But yeah. Well, and if I had a cat in my house, you know it would be laying on top of all these papers that are underneath mm-hmm. it. So you don't even need cat things. They love to file. They really do. Oh, they are natural born filers. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. really love paper. I mm. do have to clean though because since I'm I'm coming to see you soon. Yay! Um my <laughs> I have to get, you know, cat care, and so someone will be in here. So I have to hide my shame oh. of how, what, what kind of filth I live in. <laughs> yes, when you're here, you may glance at my desk, but nothing, nothing more. Just a quick I, glance. I avert my eyes. I swear. Right away. Your desk shame is safe with me, Amy. <laughs> There's so much weird shit. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> the rest of my house looks catalog ready this desk yeah. is a fucking nightmare i just need a bigger you need desk that well you need a bigger desk but also like i really believe that's why i believe in the junk drawer because it, like you need at least one place where you permanently know i don't have to have this under control mm-hmm. like just throw things in there spice of life you never know what you're gonna find you exactly know? i totally agree I agree. And I, I don't have a big enough junk drawer. It's like so teeny tiny. I could barely fit shit in there. I need like mm. the junk drawer, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'll deal with it later, but I don't want to look at it. 
I I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm employing the entire junk apartment right now. Um, <laughs> and you know, there's a certain there's a certain um, uh, relaxation amidst the chaos because like I can feel a little put together because I'm like, well, at least I'm not as shitty as the rest of my apartment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the dangerous well okay maybe not the only dangerous thing about a pandemic but <laughs> mm, I might want to rethink my phrasing of that you know what's really dangerous about a pandemic <laughs> you don't have people come by often you know it's like yeah. no one's gonna even like a delivery person doesn't get to see inside your house they drop it out the door and they leave mm-hmm. so it's like really no motivation to be like oh let me just like maybe do a little dusting today I'm like it's not yes. bothering me no one's coming Le- over <laughs> legitimately like my parents come over every so often like my parents were over this past weekend and it used to be a really good motivation to like get up and clean and now I can't even do that where I'm like I'll clean the night before they come and then I'm like or I'll sit on the couch and then I like wake up early and I'm like I only have two hours okay what's the two hours I can do like what are they gonna access maybe they'll use the bathroom mm-hmm. and we'll probably sit the on the couch yeah and I like I light candles that makes there me feel go. better Bedroom can always wait because, like, who needs to go into your own bedroom? You well, know? unfortunately, <laughs> because there, my dad's, my daddy is helping me baby prep. So, oh, um, well, that's good. So he does need to go in there. Is he yeah, helping to so, build like a crib and stuff? Well, we're, um, I'm redoing the Harry Potter closet, um, because oh. it was. I hope I took pictures beforehand. That place was a nightmare. Like, it's so old and weird that, like, the, um, the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I can't think of the word. But the walls were buckled, and, like, there were just holes. And, Ah. like, somebody had decided to put up a a hanging rod, so they cut a hole in, like, the ceiling and just stuck it in there. Hmm. Um, so, you know, some patching and whatnot. (laughs) Also, the disgusting, um, rug that was in there that's, like, one of those, like, outdoor wipe your feet before you come inside kind of rugs uh-huh. um we discovered was uh stapled down uh so <laughs> not anymore yeah so I learned uh some he did some tape and mudding and I'm learning to do some mudding on the walls Ooh, uh, mm-hmm. it's nice to have a handy fella around yeah, or lady yeah because yeah. um, I'm not so that's good and then I'm gonna paint the whole thing pink because <laughs> Yeah, because I'm repainting my pink uh, living room. I'm making it purple to match my new couch. Right. And I just love my pink so much, and I had enough left over. So I'm oh, going to do the yeah. Ooh, I want to yeah. see before and afters. Yeah. Oh, hell yes. Well, if you're looking for home designing tips <laughs> and cleaning advice, you're in the wrong place. We tricked you because tricked this is... Veggies and booze. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. Mm. Or not. Or not. (laughs) I'm very excited to see what you've cooked up today. Well, I'm along the same lines that I have been doing my going through the beers because it's just exciting. I get on my totalwineandmore.com and I place an order and I pick it up. Love Um, Total Wine. Love it, love it. And, Mm. um... So we're doing uh, State Today. Yes. It's our, our Pennsylvania episode. Um, again, I'm not able to be too picky with things, but I did decide there is a state-specific non-alcoholic beer, my friend. Mm, what? And that would be Texas Select. 
Texas Select. I love that it literally looks like it just looks like a Lone Star or something. Yes. You know? It's a brown bottle. I feel like you could really get away with this at a barbecue, you know? Totally. It looks like actual regular beer. It really does. So, um, so that's what I'm having. I haven't tasted it yet. Ooh, this is exciting. Looks, I'm has sniff it test. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. S- smells like beer. Smells okay. like beer. Okay. Okay. Not, Here we go. Here's a sip. Okay. Okay. She's sipping. She is smacking the lips a little bit, doing a little. Mm-hmm. She's kind of doing like a little. I don't know. Kind of like. Yeah. It's. It's it's a it's it's fine. It's a meh. It's fine. Mm, okay. Maybe maybe more drinks will make it better. It's it's fine. It's no well being or whatever that one was. That you gave a five burp on the burp. I scale. did give a five burp. Mm-hmm. This is um I'll give this a four. A four, four okay. burps. Okay. It's doing it's doing fine. And I feel like if I had like a hot if I was at a barbecue and I had like a hot dog. Yeah. I love that you're pairing the food with it. Because I think in the last episode, mm-hmm. you were like, yeah, I want a burger now. Like, this makes me want to have a burger. And mm-hmm. this would pair well with a hot dog. It really would. Thank God I have such refined tastes. <laughs> I have now paired my beers with hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> as if I were folding paper in kindergarten. Uh, <laughs> 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 what about you, Amy? What are you drinking? Nothing eventful at all and to be honest I'll probably drink it for our next episode I'm just having some red wine because yes and it's cold red wine because I okay super crazy ridiculous weather like three days ago it was like 93 degrees here we broke records and now it's 59 degrees here and so I put the red wine in the fridge because I was like I pay for the electric bill so when it comes time to put in the AC hell yeah I'm really, really stingy. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, we could deal with this. Um, But then... That's called being environmentally friendly, Amy. It really is. But I got to protect the children. The red wine bottles. Yes. They can't get exposed to too much heat. (laughs) So I put the Chianti in the fridge and I was Uh like... Okay, it's staying in the fridge. And now it's freaking freezing in this house. (laughs) I have cold wine. Uh So... Global warming. We just can't win. You can't win. Just- I'm I I'm cranky too because I was so excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to California. I'm gonna get to wear some nice dresses and uh, things. My friend Anna let me borrow her maternity dresses. And oh. so I was very excited. And then like the morning I leave here, it's gonna be fucking 29 degrees. <gasps> in Texas? I was like, Yes! Oh my god, that's insane! I'm so upset because so I guess I'll just have to like wear some pants and shit. Oh, yeah, to oh get my. there. Yeah, but once you're here, it should be at least in the seventies. Yeah, it better be. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be in Palm Springs for a little while, and that's usually warmer. It's warmer. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the nights are colder because it's more deserty, yeah. but Desert, the days are yeah. warmer. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know. Today it's raining and chilly. I'm like, what Ew. is happening? No. I know. I know. It's snuggly, but so I'm, even though this is just plain red wine, I'm calling it 
sangria because, you know, cold red wine is usually sangria. And yeah. I was thinking about Pennsylvania and all of the bloodshed that went on there and like Gettysburg. And oh so, and sangria comes from the word sangre, which means blood. So let's just pretend. That's Amy, like, that this is a was theme. beautiful. Thank I you. love it. <laughs> that's the, I'm like I've I have got to pick up my drinking game here to make it more <laughs> a theme like gone are the days where I would stew for hours thinking of a cute title for the drink yeah yeah like you know and now I'm just like it's wine it's beer I, it's wine it. it's beer <laughs> you know what that's responsible that another terrible side effect of the pandemic yes <laughs> We can't just be going to the grocery store to buy a sprig of rosemary My to God. muddle. Like and we shit. legit used to do that. Mm-hmm. We would be muddling shit. Oh my God. Once I like lined the rims of the glass with I like that. sugar and so, uh-huh. oh my god it's like yeah we don't have the, that's not a luxury we can afford these days it's a fucking I would, pandemic I would stop at rock and roll Ralph's on our way to the, on my way to the studio that's right and at like 10 a.m be buying like sweet and sour mix <laughs> my god we wound up with so many mixers because yeah. we really like oh the Mai Tai I was like oh I need this almond flavored syrup and it's vanilla and it's like crazy we spent all a of lot those of tropical money. drinks are just like 1700 ingredients they really are so yeah. i will never bat an eye at an overpriced mai tai ever again mm-hmm. respect ever. because that's expensive and kind of a pain in the ass we're like okay yeah. we need white rum dark rum mm. almond flavored syrup Sy- one time I made my own simple syrup. By I remember that. You were so fancy. Who, who was I? You brought it in like a little container. Yes, I remember, I remember that. <laughs> gone we, are those days. Gone are those days. Well, I think it's because we've matured. We've realized yes. that, you know, the booze part of Banshees and Booze was not the draw, you know? I was just thinking, you know, people, our listeners are not drawn to us because they want to know what we're drinking. <laughs> They're drawn to us because they want the ghost stories. They want the ghost stories and they want to hear me be unable to say words. Yes. Um, And they want to hear me with my awkward laughing and (laughs) my incorrect facts. All of our burps, Amy. All of our burps. Many burps. Well, Uh, who's going first this week? I don't remember. I think Question that mark? sounds Why the heck delightful. Not? Why the heck not? So we I say go for it. Yeah. I'm gonna do this, Pennsylvania. Watch <laughs> out. It. Here I come. Here I come. How long is this? I'm scrolling. I'm like, how many pages do I have to read here? I know. Mine's um, got big font. I forgot to make it smaller. Also has big font and it's <laughs> weird looking. Um, okay. So I'm gonna put on my fancy lady glasses because Oh yeah, I love those. I I'm about you know, you to become them. much older in a, in a few days, I think. And uh-huh, uh-huh, I think it's starting to show. So I love it. They're my you found f- those so quickly. I can tell your desk isn't a mess. <laughs> it was in my non-junk drawer. It oh, was exactly great, great. where I knew they would be. That's amazing. They're my blue light ones. So sorry mm-hmm. if they're very. They're, no, they're no, my prescription fine. blue lights. Um, okay. So I did... The Hillview Manor in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Okay. Okie dokes. So, 
Um, it used to be, uh, of course, no surprise, like an old people's home and then a home for in the, the insane. Man, you wonder what that pipeline is like. <laughs> like. I know. The orphanage to old folks home to insane asylum pipeline is pretty Seriously. like upsetting in these eras. For real. And this place, <laughs> I know it's so sad. It's like kids, old people. Ladies going through postpartum. You're all fucking crazy. You can all live under one roof eventually. Just put them in a gymnasium. They'll be fine. <laughs> so terrible. Let them dodgeball it out. Oh my god. Oh, so oh, so I got this part from visitpa.com. So okay. this is a real tourist attraction. Mm. Okay. Uh, this might be a little bit repetitive because I took from a few sources and probably didn't edit properly. Visitors to the haunted Hillview Manor report hearing voices and footsteps and seeing numerous apparitions, including patients peeking out of rooms, a mm. young boy, and a man who offers to take guests' photos for a dollar. What? That's really specific. <laughs> I love really that. That's really good. I like that a lot. I'm like, what was his job in the like, his living days at Hustler. a mental institution being like, hey, photo for a dollar. Photo, yeah. <laughs> photo with your old grandpa here for a dollar. Oh, my God. He used to work Hollywood Boulevard in tough yes. times. Yes. <laughs> He's oh, dressed as me, Captain Spider America. <laughs> it's me, very dirty Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to be back. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. If you think it was bad pre-pandemic, the crazies <laughs> are out. Uh, the facility, which operated from 1926 to 2004... Does that seem a little modern to have a what they called an insane asylum? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I did we we had okay. Good to know. Good to know. As a home, uh, so it operated as a home for the mentally ill, elderly, and financially destitute. And now it's open for tours. Yay. Oh yeah, that was another thing. They would just throw homeless people into like, you know, insane asylums. Yeah. And now it's now you can pay for tours. This is late stage capitalism. And have some (laughs) have a few singles on you for those pictures too. Um, okay, so curious visitors have reported activity. So people only tour this place, not because it's like, oh, it's a historic landmark and see how it used to be. Uh It's just like specifically for haunted shit. There's like a bunch of different haunted tours you could take at different times of day. You could take like the one hour, the three hour, the six hour that. Yeah, it's it's just designed for just haunted tours um all right so curious visitors have reported activity including voices footsteps being touched door slamming things moving on their own and the sighting of various apparitions according to folklore if you lay eyes on a little boy dubbed jeffrey who appears to be about six or seven years old you will soon die after No, Jeffrey. I know. Don't look at Jeffrey. Jeffrey, no. Close your eyes. Uh, (laughs) For more paranormal contact, go to room 105, if you dare, to encounter the home of a former patient named Mary Virginia. So Catholic. Uh, (laughs) These are just some of the occurrences. Oh, it doesn't really say there was no detail on her. These are just some (laughs) of the occurrences that make Haunted Hillview Manor still active today. Uh, yeah, and it's open for public investigations, overnight investigations, mm. paranormal conventions, tours, and more. And I went to the website just to get more information. Mm-hmm. And 
about their history and it has some but then it was all like like a calendar of events and there are shit every freaking day it's crazy i mean that's kind of it almost feels like they're like We'd tell you more, but you should probably come to one of our six-hour tours. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, so here's a little snippet. Book a tour is all these pop-up windows. It's not a great website. Sounds like that ghost isn't the only hustler around right? there. Right? Seriously. <laughs> that ghost probably isn't even a ghost. It's just someone that they yeah. pay. They're like, hey, we'll yeah. 50-50 split. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's staffed. They have like regular staff and volunteers. Um, in the, uh, Hillview Manor, they've got a security alarm system with surveillance video monitors, Mm. um, in the interior and the exterior of the building, um, so that they can capture ghosties, but also make sure people aren't like thinking that they're exploring abandoned property. They also give a little warning here. They're like, police officers patrol the building regularly. Trespasses will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. (laughs) So you hear that, everybody? Good Lord. That's how they mean it. They really want to get stacked that paper. Seriously. No free ghosts. (laughs) Mary Virginia, no, you get back inside. (laughs) No, Jeffrey, don't stand by that window. do you see a stamp on his hand? Then do not haunt him. No ticket. No tickling. I, don't know. I frantically was trying to think of a so was haunting, haunting word starting like, with T. Ticket. I was trying to rhyme ticket. I'm like, no ticket, no picket. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, so, da, 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 da. okay, let's get down to, oh, so here's who Jeffrey might be. So um, when it first opened in 1926, mm-hmm. um, first it was like a house. And then it became a home for the aged. And then the person who lived there, Mr. and Mrs. Snyder, and their two children, and about 12 staff members. So I'm guessing this place is fairly large. Yeah, it seems. Um, yeah. They, uh, they had, there was like a young boy that they had with them. Um, he was an inmate. And yeah, I, I mysterious. Yeah, and they like took twenty inmates into the home. I don't know if this would be a modern day correctional facility. Huh. Um, it said that they generally didn't take children at that time and that young. So I'm wondering if this Jeffrey boy huh. might be an inmate. But did seven or eight year olds get arrested back then? I mean, they might be saying inmate if like yeah, they're calling them the- inmates. The mental institution. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, totally. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think they were referring to inmates as mental institution patients. Yeah. So they took a little boy. I bet that's Jeffrey. I bet that's Jeffrey. I bet so. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, I'm just going to skip over the history. Um, blah, 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 blah. It kept growing. It kept growing. In the 1970s, it was like an old people's home. And then it closed its doors in 2004 due to financial constraints, um, which I don't know. I feel like financial constraints. I feel like probably they were doing some bad. They were told to close down. And yeah. then as I'm reading and it's like, and so many ghost shows have filmed here. Ghost adventures. And I was like, no. Nah! 
I will not defer to this show. Um, but also Ghost Hunters did an okay, episode okay. here. And I'm, I was like, maybe I should watch it. But then I was like, I'm too chicken. And then, well, 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 lucky me, a website called MassLive.com did uh. a play-by-play of the Ghost Hunters episode. My work here is God bless them. So I um I edited it for length because uh-huh. it's like when we watch shows and we like verbatim yeah, yeah. or like, and then the ghost brothers took off their shirts and laid yeah. down in bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> are and then they gave us smooches. Important details. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I just edited this down because I, I wanted to see what they discovered since the actual website for this Haunted Hill Manor is just wants you to buy things. Uh, <laughs> oh, and they have a gift shop. There's merch, everybody. There's merch. Hustle, hustle, hustle. hustle. Every, every ghost be hustling. Uh, so this is called Ghost Hunters Go Crazy at Hillview Manor by Laura Merwin. Not verbatim. I definitely edit it a lot. Um, okay, so she says, she writes, the manor was the scene of many violent deaths, mostly suicides, and a small staff that is still on site running the tours. Uh, claims include the voices, footsteps, Jeffrey... Um, and people being touched and a dog that won't go down a certain hallway. So Ooh. it's not a ghost dog. It's like a real oh, yeah. dog, I guess. Um, okay. So this woman named Candy, who I guess appears semi-regularly on ghost shows. Um, she's the, they're the tour guide for the crew. I think she's been on ghost hunters before. Actually. Okay. I don't think she's specifically local to these places. She uh-huh. just shows up and she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you investigate Give you the, the history. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she's also a little psychic. Um, so she, she walks the crew around the manor and she tells us about reflections that people see in the front door that were caught on security video. Um, you know, like reflections, like someone's face in the, like reflected in oh, the window shit. and there's not yeah, a yeah. person there. It's just there. They rewatch the security footage. Yeah. And then another visitor um, says that, <laughs> I don't under really understand this, but a visitor giving like a talking head interview was like, yeah, when I was visiting, a voice yelled at me when no one was there and it yelled, you. Why, 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 why? Oh, 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 oh. You, 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 you. K, 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 K. You. Huh. Open to interpretation. What could that mean? I don't know. Like It must be, it must be a Pennsylvania local it's kind gotta of gotta be a Pennsylvania you know? like battle cry or from like yeah, yeah, yeah. some old battle <laughs> <laughs> uh, Candy shows Jason and Grant the security camera footage of some kind of blob like thing moving past the front door so I would say that's an orb to this person yeah. who wrote this article um, although the footage is difficult to see it does look like there is something moving in between the doors and the camera um, so they begin the investigation. Jason and Grant head to the second floor um, where they can hear something clawing at the metal garage door. Ugh. Yeah, which is like so freaking creepy. Um, checking it out from the side, Jason says there isn't anything on the other side of this door making it move. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Grant says he can't imagine that the wind would make all that noise. And you can, she says, you can literally see the door being shaken as the metallic <gasps> sound reverberates through the building. Uh, Yet there's no wind and there is nothing on the other side of the door. So creepy. that's really fucking. And not just like, oh, the door is shaking. Something mm-hmm. is clawing at yeah, it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's really, really crazy. Um, investigating on the third floor, Amy sets up the K2 meter and a recorder at one end of the hall. Shortly, the K2 meter goes off and Amy says she hears a yell. It's probably Jason and Grant yeah. with a freaking mess, like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Moving back to the meter, Amy sees a shadow move across the window um, uh, down the hallway. So she sets up a laser grid, which I don't mm-hmm. exactly know what that is. I feel like I've seen them use that before. It like it it's what it sounds like, but you can then kind of detect like movement, you know? Um, you can, it like measures how far away things are. That's what I remember. Okay, anyway. that makes sense because she actually goes ahead and sends Adam down the hall basically to use him as like a human measuring stick. Yeah. So she like kind of uses his body against her laser grid to see mm-hmm. like about how tall that shadow figure might have been. Right. And once Adam gets down the hallway where she saw that shadow, he says that he sees, quote, crazy shadows. Whoa. So there are shadow people all over this joint. Mm-hmm. Um, after a few more investigations by various team members, a few of which were pretty inventive. Okay. She's a little judgy, this one. This mm. Laura, who wrote this article, is basically kind of like how we would judge an episode of Ghost Adventures. Mm. Um, and rude. I think that is rude because Ghost Adventures mm-hmm. deserves judginess. Ghost Hunters does not. Nine times out of ten does not. Exactly. So I think that this was written by kind of a skeptic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, she says Brit, who I don't know who Brit is. I've never heard oh, of him. Oh, he's he's cool. He's, oh. he's, he's a cool dude. Oh, he's, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. I like him a lot. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, Brit spent some time setting up toys that were left to bait uh, Jeffrey, who mm-hmm. she refers to as a banshee boy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Love it. Um, So he sets up the toys, you know, to kind of like lure Jeffrey in. And um, it did manage to get a few hits on the K2 meter. So Jeffrey may have been responding there. And then they take Maddie, the ghost hunting dog. Oh, I know. They brought a ghost hunting dog. Oh, my God. Let's see if he goes down that hallway. I know. Seriously. Well, they take her. Jason and Grant take her to the first floor. And she Definitely seems as though she sees or hears something down the hallway and starts to freak out. I love so, this so much. I, I mean, I don't want to scare a dog. I but. know, but I love that they, yeah. they're like, we're now bringing in the best tool of all, ghost hunting dog Maddie. <laughs> Go on, girl. She's like, she can smell a single drop of ghost. <laughs> In an entire insane asylum. Uh, (laughs) Hide your weed gummies. This dog is ready to work. Um, So at the end, like in August, shows they review all of their footage and evidence and reveal to Candy, who gave them the tour, about the crazy shadows, the foot and footsteps that they heard. Um, Candy tells us that the garage door does indeed blow in the wind. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but that when someone plays the piano, it bangs and shakes harder and louder. And Jason and Grant say that they had just been playing the piano before oh, it started. my God. Yes. And then Jason and Grant also um, play for her a, a knock that, that was heard by Steve and Tango. Mm-hmm. Um, they show uh, footage of a flashlight like shining outside of room 129, which oh my God. people were not in there. And the reaction of Maddie the dog to the dark hallway mm-hmm. um and candy is basically like oh yeah told you this shit's <laughs> yeah. haunted and uh-huh. that was it and then <gasps> I, I had to look for reviews for this place because it's not like a and b like you can't spend yeah. the night well you can if you're paying for the tour but right. it was just like reviews of the ghost tours and i was looking to see what other people's real life experiences are but i'm yeah. just gonna leave it with this gem <laughs> greatest review I've ever read for from a real life person. Okay. <laughs> I've never been here in person, but oh a, God. but apparently I was brought here demonically through astral projection by a gargoyle. says they were demonically brought here through astral projection by a gargoyle, by a gargoyle. with wings. Um, <laughs> well, what, what would be the point of uh, one without them? They had to make sure we know that this gargoyle had fucking wings. How would they get there unless the gargoyle flew them there? Let's, right. let's think here. You just can't rely on astral projection to get you everywhere. You have to need some wings, people. <laughs> and... The, the, they said that this gargoyle, by the way, haunts the second story of this building, sure. which is so interesting because in all the research I read, there was no mm-hmm. gargoyle. Yeah. Um, and they just, <laughs> okay, let me just like read this verbatim because it's so good. Okay. Astral projection by a gargoyle with wings that is said to haunt the second story of this place. Very clever. I live in Northeast New York State near Bennington, Vermont, but I am thinking of visiting this place ASAP to see the gargoyle entity for myself. That and that was considered a review. I have oh. never been here in person, but was brought here demonically through astral projection. I mean, speaking of coping during a pandemic, <laughs> that's one way you don't have to cut out your travel, you know? Just get you a gargoyle. Yes. I, I was like, I fucking I struck gold with this. I cannot oh believe. Oof. Ooh, baby. That is, that was beautiful. a beautiful, beautiful gift. <laughs> and that is the very haunted uh, um, and very uh, obviously uh, trippy uh, <laughs> haunted, ma- uh, hill- I just closed out my research and I forgot the name of it. Haunted Hill Manor. Hill Manor. Mm, hill- yeah. I mean, it was something very generic. <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. very generic in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. It's scary. God, even dogs don't like it there. Gargoyles live there. Oh my God, that's that's amazing. What a uh, thank you. Truly, the best review we've ever had. Please um, say no to drugs, children. This is <laughs> gonna wind, wind up taking a long trip to Pennsylvania and not remember why you're there. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, what was I doing? Oh, God. oh boy. 
All right. Well, I did the Clifton Five Theater mm. in somewhere Pennsylvania because I forgot to write down <laughs> I know it's Pennsylvania. Uh, poor Pennsylvania. I'm like, so my research was on that thingy bajinkies in uh-huh. uh, that place. Who would have uh, thought? Literally, I pulled Pennsylvania and I was like, ooh, this will be interesting. And then I just, I just forgot. <laughs> so here's the best part is most of it. So I, I got some from a place called travelawaits.com. Um, but then I also got um, this college newspaper because it's in a college town. And here's the thing. I can't pronounce this. I don't know the name of the college. Like, the name of the college seems unpronounceable to me as well. Oh. So, I'm going to go with the the Jun- Junian-tian. Okay. It is J-U-N-I-A-T-I-A-N. Junian-tian. 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 But it should be T-N because it... Whatever. Now we sound it's real drunk. It's a college drunk. newspaper. Yeah. It, it, God bless them. And I, the college, it's like Junian College or something like that. I don't know. Um, anyway, they don't have a football team, so who fucking cares? Um, so, so anyway, um, this was actually, it was a very well-written article. Most of my information comes from this article. And, and you remember, I ripped a college article, a new one you in the past. You sure did. It was very enjoyable to uh-huh. hear it. I, and thank you. And this one was much, much better. So, Oh, excellent. I'm very excited. Right. So this place, it's a very historic location. Um, right before it was the, the Clifton, um, back in the late 1800s, uh, on that site was the Huntingdon's Opera House. Um, and the building was so big that builders had to petition the borough council to raise the level of the whole street up by four feet just to accommodate it. Whoa. Um, yeah, it took up an entire block, uh, and it had a huge stage that was, okay, and here they researched for some old newspapers that, that was, quote, separated from the auditorium by a large asbestos curtain. (laughs) (laughs) Which made me laugh so hard because... I remember, like, that's, yeah, that was a big draw because asbestos is anti-fire, so you, everyone doesn't die, just the, just the theater people. Um, yeah, they're low lives. so. When, when I was at, like, I'm gonna die of mesothelioma someday because we still had our asbestos curtain when I was in high school. Oh my god. And, it, like, the summer between my junior and senior year, they, like, replaced it. And then they were like, oh, yeah, because it was asbestos. And I was like, ew. They were like, it's fine if it didn't have holes in it. And I was like, it was full of holes is why I thought we replaced it. <laughs> so, anyway. And also, I think mesothelioma is one of those things that, like, you don't find out until, like, 15 years later. So, oh, well, I guess I'm coming up on, oh, God. Okay, so either I'm going to die of mesothelioma or I'm really fucking old, Amy. <laughs> Could be both. Who Which knows? is worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm so depressed because now I'm too old to get mesothelioma from high school. <laughs> but we're also old enough that we were exposed to asbestos curtains. That's <laughs> yeah, so true. Because we are old enough that back when we were in high school, no one knew better still no one cared and and i went to a rich school they knew better than to poison us you know (laughs) oh my god that's gross all right so the opera house 
was around for 18 years, from, from 1883 to 1901. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, because it was like this huge place, lots of local organizations would meet in there regularly because it was, yeah, it was huge. Wow. Uh, so like the Freemasons met there, like all kinds of things. Um, so then they started having traveling shows and it was, it was during kind of the time when it was the transition from, uh, live shows to then talkies would come. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's see. Oh, and then, uh, in 1901, the quote, biggest fire in the history of the borough came through and burned it almost completely to the ground. Um, I and, knew it. I knew that yeah. asbestos curtain wasn't going to do shit. Didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Well, it did say almost burned to the ground. So oh. maybe it was just like the small area around the asbestos <laughs> curtain that was fine. I'm like, a building that old and it's not going to burn down to the ground, mm-hmm. please. I knew it was coming. You did not disappoint. So there was um, the fire. To, you know, they put it out eventually, but the building was destroyed. Um, but some of the fraternal organizations that met there were seen running into and out of the building, pulling their secret documents out. Whoa. <laughs> Just like, okay. Um, so uh, where the building was, they used like the leftover, like still stand again, probably that asbestos curtain um, and built a theater uh, named the Gamble Theater. After its owner, Andy Gamble. <laughs> Classic. So, so then they really start show they start showing talkies there. Um and eventually blah blah blah. This this is way too much. Who cares? Rudolph Valentino was in a movie that they showed there. Like that who cares? Um he was in a lot of movie theaters. He was a fucking movie star. And with movies um, you could show them at more than one theater at the same time. <laughs> Imagine so, that. so they had a, like a pretty interior and everything. Um, unfortunately, in 1930, another fire. Down, I knew it. Mm-hmm. More asbestos. More asbestos. <laughs> um, so they fixed it, and then it is finally the Clifton Five, and it's the Clifton Five because they have five screens. So many people have had ghostly experiences at the site of the Clifton Five, and ghost hunting teams have been brought in. Um, And there's a ghost hunting team called the City Lights Paranormal Society. They're from Philadelphia. Um, And Mr. Peoples is, uh, well, actually, I was going to say he's one of the ghost hunters, but I don't think he is. I think he works there. Mr. Peoples. Mr. Peep, Mr. Real Person that I interviewed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, oh, so one of the ghost hunting teams received, quote, responses when they asked whether the spirits were those of uh, an old coal furnace firer. Oh. You know, the guy that worked the coal furnace. Like um, put the coals on the fire to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. And obviously it sucked at his job because the place burned down. <laughs> Uh, or was really good at his job and did too good. And too the whole much place fire. Yeah, too yeah, yeah. much fire, not enough asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What are the signs of mesothelioma? Uh, WebMD.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, uh, oh, so there, uh, the second fire that burned down the two auditoriums, uh, it is rumored that that was the only fatal fire and that there was a man and his dog that were both killed. Oh, God, not the dog. And many people report hearing ghostly woofs um, in the theater. Oh, poor buddy. Um, Oh, great. Hold on. I figured it out. It's Dave Peoples is the owner. I found this later. Um, So he says, I've been here 36 years and nothing bad's ever happened. Uh, But people who are sensitive to that kind of stuff have seen people walking around the theater after everyone is gone. Mm. Uh, All right. So here's another article. And uh, somebody did an interview with with good old Dave Peoples. Um, He told me that people see or hear footsteps walking down the hall when no one else is in the building. He heard voices talking and thought the janitor was still in the building only to learn that that guy was home in bed. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Uh, Guests have reported seeing a lady in a red dress walking around the theater. No clue what that's about. Um, Who are the spirits and why are they hanging out at Clifton? This is a different article. This is not the good college reporting that we were used to. Um, One of the ghosts is thought to be... God damn it. It's the same thing that I just said a second ago about the coal firer. Oh. The good news is they are friendly spirits and nothing bad seems to happen to anyone. Um, and and <laughs> interestingly enough, Amy, uh, after I finished this research and went to their website, guess what they do now? What? Ghost tours. <laughs> so yeah, once again, yeah, once again, I've got a feeling some of the true ghost tours are being suppressed because uh, they really want you to pay that dime. Wow, they're just yeah. giving us teasy teases because teasy you know, but they're like, here's our online store. You could purchase mm-hmm. your tickets and your merch all in one place. The ghosts are much more active if you wear one of our trademark t-shirts and baseball caps. Made of pure asbestos. Uh, (laughs) Asbestos sweaty. Sweaty? Uh Hoodie, I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. This place sounds huge. I I can't wait to look at pictures of it before it burnt down for the first time. Yeah, I think it's a little small because, like, yeah, the opera house was freaking huge. Yeah. And then they were like, let's do it again, but smaller. Yeah. Because that like, was This could actually be five movie theaters, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <Better>. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All theaters are haunted. I mean, whether they're, yeah. they're ghosts that don't do bad things to you or not, it's still mm-hmm. haunted. Like, yeah. every one of them. Everyone. You without go, fail it's dark it's 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 a recipe for disaster it is it's eerie i don't even like like I've, i haven't been to a movie since the pandemic started but like pre-pandemic i didn't even like it if there weren't a lot of people in the yeah. movie theater it was spooky it's dark there's a lot of places yeah. for ghosts to hide there's asbestos curtains still <laughs> yeah <laughs> i gotta say yeah the when i go to the the texas theater which i i haven't been in a while i was going there for a little bit it was it was kind of a lull and i was like all right um which that's the one where they caught lee harvey oswald 
Um, so it's it's real old and historic and everything. So it's it's got some vibes in that place. Oh, for I'll sure. bet. I'll yeah. bet. Ooh. It's one of those where, like, in the big main theater down, downstairs, there's ceiling fans. Oh, you know my, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's so old that there's, like, ceiling fans inside a movie theater. Ooh, that is old. Yeah. That's super yeah. old. Just feels old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have um, old asbestos <laughs> in your house and it's giving you hallucinations and you want to write to us. somebody. You have rights. Call the yeah. Go to the JP go to a doctor something. and then yeah. write to us. Uh, uh-huh. Send in <laughs> your ghost stories uh, to upghostandpersonal at gmail dot com. We've been receiving a few fun ones ever since announcing our our impending retirement. Uh-huh. Uh, I was gonna say imminent demise. Okay, so like okay. We're on a little I bit of a better path there, uh-huh. but you are. Cur- we're both not wrong mm-hmm. on that. We're both not wrong. <laughs> you can also uh, drop us a line on our website, banshiesandbooze.com. Click the little floaty cute button that says Seen a Ghost. That's right. And if you would like to get social with us, we are on Instagram at Banshees and Booze. And if you are like the health codes that were present in my high school and don't exist, go over to Twitter. We're at Banshees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and please rate review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast because we're pretty much everywhere uh-huh. we are and hey timmy yes amy if you see a ghost um yell uh yeah oh yeah yell at it yell yell was it you you yuk 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 it's like me yuk no you meek meek uh hey amy yes timmy if you see a ghost uh <laughs> Hitch a ride with a gargoyle <laughs> to, <laughs> and get the was, fuck out of there. Really, really, really hoping you were going to talk about that gargoyle. <laughs> Astral project yourself <laughs> out of there. I think I know what I'm going to do with my extra time when we shut down the podcast. I'm going to start leaving some astral projection reviews. <laughs> Anything we want and be like, oh, no, I did go there. I actually uh-huh. projected myself there. Uh-huh. The manager's like, we don't have a record of you staying at this hotel. Mm. Give me this. Mm. You wouldn't because Could I actually projected. speak to my gargoyle about this? <laughs> um, I think he can clear this up for us. My gargoyle would beg to differ. Uh, uh-huh. we- <laughs> my gargoyle was on the list, so... so. We don't need reservations. Thank you. I think you'll find... A Mr. Gargoyle sent me. <laughs> One Gargoyle Peoples, please. I love it. Oh, God, I love this so much. All right, All let's right. do another. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye.